Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to She and Her from WHUPLP in Hillsboro. Thrilled to have you all with us on this hot night. It is so <laughs> this, warm. This hot February day. <laughs> this hot February day. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I would say it's 78 degrees outside, and I would say it's about 4,000 <laughs> degrees in our studio today. Yes. But we decided not to open our studio window because the last time we were in here and it was open, a bat flew in. And we hid under the table while our intern dealt with the situation. <laughs> I'm not, that's not my problem. We miss moment. you, Anna Canada. Yeah. Thank you for your hard work and service <laughs> to the show. Um, well, we hope you all are enjoying our most recent episode with Allison Rabel from Survivor. As we have said many times in social media this week, <laughs> it was amazing. It was. And fascinating and yes. very thought-provoking. And just as thought-provoking... Our guest in studio tonight, we are so excited to welcome back the one and only online dating expert, Miss Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to CNR. Thank you for that kind introduction. Um, So you were such a hit. I feel like there is many a cocktail party I go to where people... (laughs) Reference your episode and or tell me that you need to start your own stand-up comedy oh, routine. That's very nice of you. So um, tell us about, you know, what has life been like since <laughs> your she and her just, online dating? It's really blown up in a way I never break out imagined it could. Um, no, it's been great. Uh, my... My mom's still speaking to me, so that was <laughs> kind of my main goal. Um, I have not yet listened to Allison's, to your conversation with Allison. I did see your social media posting. Um, and I'm sure it will be phenomenal and encourage everyone to listen to it. However, I did note that she spent 38 days on an island. And I was thinking about that today because I've spent 38 plus years on the planet. Uh-huh. So I'm not saying like it's Survivor <laughs> out there, but <laughs> more or less there are a lot of parallels. <laughs> no, it's been it's been good since. I don't remember actually when. It's been like a year. Yeah, yeah it's been at least a, a year. Over a year. Yeah. A year and a half, I think. Yeah. It's funny that you say the stand-up comedy thing because that's actually a thing I've been thinking about. There's a a comedy group in the Triangle called Eyes Up Here. Yeah. We know. Yeah. We know. She's a former guest. Oh, is she? Okay. Yes. Um, I said this to my mom, and this is the thing I love about my mom. She's like, 
I absolutely think you should do that. You're so funny. You should tell. But I could have just as easily called her and been like, I need to, I'm going to work for NASA. I haven't <laughs> taken a math class in 20 years, but I'm going to be like, you always were, you, you were always fascinated by space. <laughs> or like, I'm going to be a gymnast at six feet tall. And she'd be like, yes, I think you should chase. Like, she's just like so supportive, supportive. that there's no, I'm like, could I actually do comedy? Or is this just like your mom being like, well, I yes, feel like this is a little this. bit. Yeah. No, I think you can. Uh, I don't know about okay. space. I don't know where you are with all that. But <laughs> then she did a very, she did a very aggressive, like she was like, oh yeah, you should do that. You're really funny, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, Laura. I want you to keep it clean. <laughs> and she said it like she was standing in the wings and I was getting ready to like take the mic in three minutes. Like she was like dead serious about keeping it clean. So I'm going to try to keep it clean, keep it clean today. You can practice clean. here because oh. you have to keep it remotely clean since we're, yes. we're broadcasting live right now. Yes. Okay. This okay. is true. I got it. Um, well, so what has your online dating experience been like in the past year? Oh, man. It would be so good if I could say like. Well, after the show, I <laughs> met, my met the love, love of my life, and <laughs> we're planning our wedding. Um, no, I got a new phone, so that was exciting. <laughs> I say that only because uh, it has cut down on my dating apps because I don't remember my password, <laughs> and I haven't been bothered to like go do the reset and all of that. So, yeah. uh, so I'm only on one or two, maybe. Which one? Check uh, Bumble. Uh-huh. That's okay. where I can I can speak most fluently about Bumble. Um, I don't even know if I downloaded. I don't think I even downloaded, like, OkCupid, okay which was one that I had. OkCupid okay was one that I had and forgot that I had. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of, like, gung-ho, I'm going to do this, and then for, like, two nights. And then, I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine. It's like, who has time for this? Okay. So have you had any positive experiences since the last time we talked? Yes. What if I was like, no, and thus ended this conversation? We will um, unpack that either way. So Um, why don't we start there? I've had a few decent dates. Actually, um, asking me to return to the show was like, oh, I need to get back out there. So I had some fodder. (laughs) I I put the interview in my online, like I put the link to the interview in my online dating profile. Has anyone mentioned it? That was part of iteration, right? Because I talked about that before with my friend who was like, just test something out and see how it works. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if people, I doubt anybody. I mean, because I think about, am I going to click through when some guy puts a link to his Dungeons and Dragons fan site? No, like I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm going to click the link. You are? S- oh, I I'm going to click the link to see what are you linking to in your profile. Oh. I, again, it's a numbers thing. Like you think you might, but if you're trying to swipe through a whole bunch, you, you just, it's yeah. like kind of cut to the chase. So, okay. So why did you do that though? Because, I mean, you're really unpacking online dating both in like a sort of critical way in that episode you thought that was critical (laughs) (laughs) um it was obviously hilarious but what made you like why did you think i felt like it was a psa you did i really the other day i was swiping i swiped right on somebody solely to like help him like i was like (laughs) this is not you're not doing your best work here and i feel like i could help you you did not yeah and sometimes i'll do it for grammar you did not. So, do so is you that what your first ask is instead of how was your week? You're like, hey, honey. Well, we haven't yet matched. I don't know that we will, but um, oh. I know I would probably go with how was your week, and then I'd go with you mean Y O U R instead of Y O U R E. So yeah, I uh, so yeah, I've you gone chose a, to put it in your profile. Yeah, and but then I thought, okay, I don't think people are really looking at it necessarily, and. Maybe that's a little bit. If they are, it's like, 
you're getting you're getting a whole lot of this before you actually meet me yeah which is one of my complaints like it's it's ironic right because it's one of my like i don't need a pen pal i don't uh-huh. need to really get to know you and that's right. that's been a thing lately so i've been people on a lot less to- dates in the last year and a lot more people who want to be pen pals <laughs> <laughs> yes. including one guy who was kind of uh Ang- like he came across as angry when I wasn't immediately responding as if we were already engaged. And I was like, I've literally never <laughs> met you. <laughs> However, he was a chef. So I was like, mm, the fat kid in me would like to test that theory. <laughs> um, and then he was sending me what he labeled food porn. So it was like things that he cooked. So I was like, oh, you got this going in your favor slash. I don't want to be your pen pal with food. Like I have the whole Internet. I can find food porn if that's a thing i need right um so yeah a lot of back and forth without and okay can i act so you're a good conversationalist and (laughs) yes and so i feel like what i've noticed sometimes because you always start like with pretty much small talk right i'm southern so yeah right (laughs) Start you mean and, online and dating? Online dating. Oh, oh. No, no, like the, the back and <laughs> forth. <laughs> okay. No, the back and forth. I because yeah. like, how was your week? Sure. I yeah. mean, you're you're kind of starting like yeah. very very neutral territory. And what I found when I meet new people in real life as well, that's where you start. And sometimes me being the personality that I am, I end up doing a lot of the heavy lifting in uh-huh. the early conversation. Uh-huh. Do you feel like uh-huh. you do that uh-huh. with? Yes. <laughs> you're you getting to my. My one of one of very few date number two situations where <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, first date, not bad. Met for some beers, had a, a pretty good time. Kind of surprising, like didn't fit the the image that I had of the kind of person that he would be. He was clergy. Let me just put it out there. He was clergy. <laughs> so let's just cut right to the yeah. Point. And like I was raised in the church, and I attend a church, so it's not. Plenty of my friends are clergy, so I think it was probably a little more strange for him to disclose that than it was for me to find that out. But you still have some preconceived ideas about people based on what you've seen online and um, what you've then Google stalked about. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we had a good time, and then we're going to go on a second date, and it was that. It was it was a rehash of the first date, and then it was me just asking questions and asking questions and feeling like, All right, am I going to get something back here? Or am I? Like, are we going to leave and you're going to know literally not one more thing about me than you knew when you walked in the door? Um, so, yeah, that's that is a challenge. And then the repetition of the small talk front that you that's why yes. I don't want to do too much pen pal business. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm, I can ask you how many siblings you have, like when we actually meet up. Right. Um, <laughs> and then you have to remember if you've already asked them that. And if you Google stock, you have to remember if you already looked that up. Right. Which is why I've. All but quit Google stalking. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to say that I'm like, you need the clean slate. That's not it. It's that I, my memory's too bad. And I don't want to be like, so yeah. So when you lived in Zimbabwe, how was And they're like, what? <laughs> I never mentioned Why that. Why do you know that? Yeah. So um, actually, Allison from our last episode, The Survivor, was talking about how she. Allison, Allison, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she survived on an island for like a few days. No, she was talking about how <laughs> meeting guys on Bumble and then being like, are you Dr. Allison from Survivor? Oh. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. And then this, she went on a date with this one guy and he watched every episode of Survivor <gasps> once he established that. Oh. And was like, I know all these things about you. That's and, like a weird, but that's like a little bit of a catch-22. Because if you're 
sort of a public figure. Totally. But so I listened to Nicole Byers' podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Which is hilarious. She's a comedian. And she talks about that. Like she has this tension between so somebody tells her right off the bat, like, oh, I'm a big fan. She doesn't care for that. But it's like she also doesn't want them to withhold that. And then the end of date three, they're like, I've seen everything you've done. Mm. So I kind of feel. You just play it cool. That's my that's my thing. It's like, what if you oh. just played it cool a little bit? It's like, yes, I've seen. Wait, your... if I play it cool or he plays no, it cool? No, like the person. I prefer he play it cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is I think if I were in that situation, likely I would have done my own research. And maybe I would have watched some of the stuff. But I'd be like, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Oh. But it wouldn't be like. Yeah, I've watched every episode. I was really curious about your decision. Yeah. Episode six. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and I, ta- I alluded to this last week. I went on a date with someone from online who had listened to every episode of She and Her mm. before we went on the date. And the date was <laughs> so weird for so many other reasons. Mm. But, like, I felt like that – it sort of became his excuse for it to turn into, like, me interviewing him. It was like, well, I already know all this stuff about you. And he would kind of drop in things from episodes that he learned about me as, like, wow. context for his stories. Like, like you, I also, like, oh. you know, broke a limb when I was in the fifth grade. And, it, <laughs> and, it, and I was just like, this is weird. Yeah, like, because now I hook. just feel like, yeah, now I'm sitting here interviewing you – and, like, I do that for a job. So then, obviously, we got, like, very deep, very fast. And he's sobbing about his cat. <gasps> nope. And showing me, like, three-minute YouTube memorial videos about this. Pedro. Oh, my. And oh, I'm Pedro, like – And he ordered he ordered another round. those videos. Yes. Well, he ordered another – This is also that thing. Okay. We should talk about this. About, like, the mutual agreement of how long a date is going to go or when it's going to end. Oh, yes. Because to me, it's like that's a conversation you have before the server arrives. Like whether or not you're going to get another drink, and or if the server arrives and you haven't had that conversation, you're like, um, I don't know. Like, you know, we're going to think about it. Whatever. Server comes. She says, "Do you guys want a drink?" He says, "We'll take another round." Oh. I'm like dead already from one and a half hours of Pedro the Cat stories. I'm like, are you kidding me? I do not want to sit here for another drink. Absolutely not. At least it was the debate about drinks, though. At least you hadn't committed to a meal. That's true. Which is what I was cautioning my friend who's just getting online. I'm like, look, coffee, drinks, because you can always you can always add more. That's right? true. You can have a drink and then okay. decide, oh, let's get a little bite. Oh, let's turn it into a meal. Oh, let's go yeah. get ice cream or whatever. Right? Yeah. You can, you can, but you, Extend. you can't unwind. Yeah. Like, you can't so what's a go-to first date for you? Mm. You used to have a very particular uh, bar and a very particular seat in that bar and a very particular drink and an outfit from head to toe, including my earrings. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, I had this down to kind of a fun art. I'm sure that the bartender thought I was a working girl because I was there <laughs> several nights a week in the same outfit. <laughs> <Different man. laughs> um, back when I was doing it a lot and I felt like I needed to, like, simplify the prep so what now, were the key components of this look look oh my like my the, fir- the first yeah. date look is well, the first date look with someone online right is a thing because it's like That's yeah. a great question trying to be you know like you want to be like you know, cute, but, like, casual and not trying too hard, but, like, presentable, you know? I mean, that's how I look all the time. Hello. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah, walk us through Laura getting ready for a first date. I wish y'all could see us right now because oh. we're literally sweating. Yeah, that's we're what I look like right now. Um, <laughs> what are your priorities? Uh, I mean, I live in Durham, so it's pretty, it's pretty low-key. Yeah. Like, jeans, cute top, um... I like an understated top and then uh-huh. some some shiny jewelry. Okay, 
men like the shiny objects. I don't know. That's <laughs> true. Um, at the time, I was working in an office, so I just didn't have. If we were going to meet for a drink, you know, and I had to go from work. Yeah. All those things in the magazine were like, you can go from day to evening in this outfit. That does not exist. <laughs> yeah. No one I've ever outfit. seen. No, that is not a thing. No. Um, so I just wanted something I could like put on, feel good in. I really think feel good in is like the most important. I thought more about that. Like, am I going to be comfortable? you know, sitting and not thinking about, oh, this is pulling or this is too low cut or this is pinching or whatever. So it was more, not that I was dressing for comfort, but I was like, I made sure that outfit was like. Let me just say I wouldn't have judged you if you were. (laughs) (laughs) I now, I now solely dress for comfort. (laughs) I have a friend too, though, that, um, and this is a thing that I may start doing and I advised another friend to do, um, which is, she has a name for it, but it's basically dating goals. So she moved to a new city. She made a whole list of things she wanted to do in that city, like exclusive of dating. And then when a guy asks her out or, you know, it's they're communicating online or whatever, <laughs> and she wants to go out, she picks a thing. I love that, that. Like a museum she's been wanting to go. So it's a win. Even if the date is a bust, she's gotten to do the thing that she wanted to do. That's very so, smart. Yeah, I thought that was like a, a way to feel like. Yeah. Well, speaking of so many things I want to get to, but I think a good transition from comfortable clothes <laughs> is, um, <laughs> is well, is body image and online dating. Because I think mm. one of the conversations we had in our former episode, I guess, was about kind of the discrepancy between how you present yourself online and yes. what you actually look like. Mm-hmm. And thinking about, like, the feeling of showing up and there's a moment where two people who have not met and only seen each other online see each other for, for the first time, right? And, and like, it's like, is this what I thought was on the menu or is this not what Yeah, I and it's a very... Well, I have to go back to Google stalking, but there's also an image. <laughs> true, <button>. true. <laughs> but like to me, that's it's like kind of this really uncomfortable body yeah. reading situation. Yeah. And yeah, I wanted to hear your take on that and, and what that's been like for you. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely... And I think I've been online dating for a while. I believe someone referred to me as a veteran. I don't know if I'd call myself that. But um, when you've been online dating for a while, you also like you're, like some of my pictures are old. And it's not because I'm trying to like show Trick. myself as younger. It's that that's what I put up when I set up the profile. I was talking to somebody about this. It's like a, a careful balance because you want it to be an accurate. You want to put your best foot forward, but you also want it to be like an accurate depiction of who you are. So there's not that shocking moment and it happens mm-hmm. both ways i mean i had a friend who went on a date with a guy and i guess he was not truthful about his height and was dramatically shorter than she had anticipated um that's really a thing for me like i'm i make a very clear point in my profile because i'm tall to be like i'm tall and this is how tall i am even without heels i'm this tall i'm going to be super tall that's what i'm tall <laughs> um which is funny because the other day i matched with this guy and he's a little bit shorter than me, but I'm 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 being open. We can get into that in a minute. Uh, and then so we met, and I was like, "How was your weekend?" Or whatever terrible opening line I had. <laughs> and he wrote back, "Great. By the way, I'm five six. I'm not the height that it says on my profile." And I was Dang. like, "I am confused, sir. <laughs> Why are we doing this?" He default did that. He just like that was his that his was his first response. answer. Hmm. So then I went back to his, I was like, well, how much difference is there between five, six and what he said he was? And I went back to his profile where you can opt not to put your height, but he had opted to put his height and had put that he was five, nine. <gasps> Three inches. I mean, like. 
it's just weird to then confess to that at all. That is really about- odd. I mean, I think it's probably better that he said. But then again, if you're going to say that as your first message, why not just put your. Yeah. Why not not put height? You're like, or dude, what else your- are you lying about? Yeah. yeah. I will say this. Like, so me before would have just been like, delete, next, whatever. And me now, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, I'm curious. So I wrote back and said, really? <laughs> Why does your profile say that you're that height? Like, I just want to know if he. Yeah. And this kind of gets into the age thing because people will do this all the time. They'll put an age, men will put an age younger than what they are, either in their profile or when you start to communicate, they'll say, I don't know why this thing says I'm 32. Oh I'm actually 42. God. And you're are like, this you thing. Kidding me? I mean, from the person who is getting locked out of the apps, like, you can't figure out how to, you can't change figure out how to change that. this. Like, I think you can. I mean, to be totally candid, on the flip side, I have a female friend who I advised to maybe just shave a little bit off her age because you got to get into the search pool, right? And so if they're setting their parameters, so I don't think these guys are setting out to like, I mean, they're obviously not going to keep lying to you because they're telling you right there in the bottom half of their profile or in the first message they send you. But um, I think if you're going to shave, like you should shave down to a five because I do think people set their, I don't think people are, I mean... I am because I'm a weirdo, but I, I don't think most people are setting like, you know, 27 to 41, right? So they would say 20. It's like 30 to 40 or. Because the data shows, so Laura sent us this crazy <laughs> article. <laughs> the data is. It's really disturbing. Yeah. So researchers studied the desirability of male and female users based on how many messages nearly 200,000 users got over one month. They determined that while men's sexual desirability peaks at age 50, Women starts high at 18 and falls from there. So the service found that men from ages 22 to 30 focus almost entirely on women who are younger than them. The median 30-year-old man spends as much time messaging teenage girls as he does women his own age. As a man gets older, he searches for younger and younger women while his upper limit hovers just above his own age. So what do you have to say about that? (laughs) Nothing I can say on air. (laughs) No, you can. You can. Okay, let me just be transparent. I have it set presently from 28 to 44. And you're 30. Which now looking at it, it seems like a long... 39. Okay, well, we're just out in everything here. <laughs> we're just on it all. Yep, I'm 39. 39 that's right. It's interesting, though, because I do wonder, like, when you get past... Like, when I hit 41, is all of a sudden, is it going to drop because people are searching? But it sounds like, 40. according to that, they're searching based... Their upper limit is based on their age. Yeah. Also, let's not put in the universe that I'm still doing this at 41. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's not surprising to me. I will say when I can see some of the apps, I don't think Bumble, but you can see what their desired age range is. Really? On, I think mm. on OkCupid. Okay. And I will often look at that. And if it's, you know, they're 40 and they're like 18 to 22, even if everything else I found, I'm yeah. just, I'm out. I think kind of like the men that are doing that are missing out. Uh, the men and, that and are maybe exclusively it's dating of like younger what you're women. looking for. Yeah. You know, like, are they doing that because they, they're just looking for somebody younger to hook up with? Or are they, like, actually looking for... So in some way, maybe it's self-selection for what kind of thing you're looking for. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, you've noticed that a lot of people lately are looking for uh, ethical non-monogamy. <laughs> I, I don't even... So what is that Can exactly? we first of all, when I say a lot, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm gonna <laughs> okay. I'm gonna speculate. Yeah, define a lot. It's like I said this to somebody, and they're like, "No, that can't be true." And <laughs> and then I I took my phone out and I was like, "It is true." Every third 
that. Wow. Yeah. He, in his description, defines yes. himself as an ethical man. And there's variations on this theme, and I'm sure people are going to school me on what this actually means, but... Um, we invite that. <laughs> <laughs> school us, please. Uh, so there are clearly some people who are in open marriages. They're, like, super committed in that relationship and looking for something else. And then there are people who are looking for, as best I can tell, are looking for multiple things. So, like, polygamist. Mm-hmm. I think ethical non-monogamy. So non-monogamy meaning Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, not being with one person. Doing that ethically, I think just means being transparent about it. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm pretty sure this has existed for a long time. We just didn't call it that. It was called like dating around. Also, it just seems like a lot. Like, can we have this conversation, you know, date three? Yeah. I, I think Wait, maybe so I'm been, an ethical non-monogamist, actual, too. I don't have know. Have you been on an actual date? Maybe this will be the title of my memoir. Accidental ethical non-monogamist. <laughs> <laughs> it's so commonplace. I, I've ended up talking to people before and not realized that that was a thing in their profile, which is on me for not reading their profile more closely, I suppose. But isn't it, so Dan Savage kind of coined the term monogamish, which is yeah. like he and his life partner, who they yeah. have a kid together, are in like a committed relationship. They each have sexual non-emotional in encounters outside of it oh i that's my best understanding of monogamish which maybe is ethical non- but the ethical non-monogamy seems like i don't really want to commit to anyone seems like a lifestyle <laughs> i'd love to get some clarity about this. i don't want to be involved with I anything that's a lifestyle an hashtag. <laughs> i wonder if that's a hashtag um, it's it's, a, it's a very prevalent thing so i don't i would it. i would welcome explanation about what this means so in terms of the pre-meetup convo (sighs) how much are you like what are you expecting what do you want to know before you agree to meet up with someone see what you just did there you asked me a question that's what i want you to do (laughs) it is astounding to me how many people you start to talk to and then that you ask a question and they give you an answer and there's a period at the end of the sentence and you're like that's it we're done here. Like, if you didn't, if you don't have anything else to ask, I'm just one today. I was like, how was your day? Is my, like, terrible. I'm good. Period. Okay, I guess we're done here. <laughs> so, um, you know, a little bit of back and forth. I mean, yeah. it's like conversation that you'd have IRL, as the kids say. Um, right, where there is a natural back and forth. A little give and take. A little volley. Yeah. Use words. Actual words that you type out. <laughs> yes. Not emojis or No, gifts. emojis is like the modern... And I use some emojis in text with people that I know, but don't emoji me if I don't know you. It's the equivalent of grunting. You know what? It's I so caveman to me. One of my um, favorite musicians, Langhorn Slim, put up a post the other day, and he said, I don't heart somebody's text to me because I'm a big boy. <laughs> I was like, that's so true, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, the new iPhone thing where you can, like, thumbs up, thumbs no. down. Yeah. That is grunting. <laughs> yeah. That is grunting. Totally. Is. Uh, yeah, it's very that. lazy. It's super lazy. I want you to ask me a couple questions. Uh, and one of them should be, do you want to get together? What's the best question somebody's asked you? Oh, you know what else? Now there's a feature where you can just... Um, it auto it's like AI. It auto generates questions for you. Oh, like no. Like, having a hard time coming up with a question. But they're not questions you would ever send anybody. They're like, like what? What was your what what childhood um, superhero did you want to be? It's like I would never yeah. send that as the first. 
That person would be like, they definitely did the auto, the AI question. Well, yeah, because it's like when Gmail suggests things, sometimes it's like, like, that is what I want to say, Gmail, but I'm not yeah. going to let you say it. It's literally like a password security answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, um, but what was you, the name of your first pet? <laughs> do you ask any questions? The last four of your social. <laughs> and your mother's maiden name. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I ask anyone? Well, do you ask any questions that are like, uh, kind of like temperature setting questions. For example, I would always ask people if they identified as being a feminist. <laughs> oh, because I was like, I really right. wanted to know how yeah. men responded to that question because I feel like that says a lot about you. And mm-hmm. I found it to be very informative. And would they say yes or no? Or would they give you like a lengthy explanation um they would give some kind of explanation but it was like whatever the explanation was was very telling so so if it was like no because i think that like that word is really you know exclusive and blah 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 i'd be like x (laughs) or like yes like i you know i very much like support the feminist cause like i feel uncomfortable i I could i feel like i could just gauge a lot about like their thought process i mean my whole pro like i feel like i was doing like process of eliminations like i only meet up with you if like you jump over XYZ hurdles. And yeah. that was one of my like go to, like, I'm going to ask you this and see how you respond. And yes, it is a test. <laughs> <laughs> no. So my answer to that is no. Okay. Don't, don't put out a test. Interesting. Because um, you're trying to get IRL or not. And just yeah. Yeah. And I think having done this enough and been both pleasantly and unpleasantly surprised IRL. Oh, it's just also like the equivalent of grunting. I can't believe we keep saying that. <laughs> um, Sorry, I felt bad as soon as I said it. <laughs> it's okay. As long as you feel I bad hated about it. myself a um, little bit as soon as I uh, Having been surprised, both in a good and a bad way, by meeting somebody in real life, um, I think I'm trying not to sort of uh, filter out the way that you were, mm-hmm. the, the test, because... Um, yeah, because you just really don't know until you meet up with somebody. And I would say I've been more pleasantly surprised than unpleasantly surprised. So that's good. Okay. Or maybe I'm just good at reading profiles. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So what is the status of your dating situation right now? <laughs> um, active. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I am attempting to date. Uh, so I just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, as you all already <laughs> exposed my age. Um, so 
I don't know. It felt so. It's thirty nine, right? But it felt more like what I thought forty was going to feel. Like I had a little bit of a hmm. a panicky situation about in the lead up to it. I'm fine now. Um, that kind of made me take a half step back. Like I'm just not as I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm less inclined to spend time on apps and Mm. meet up with people unless it feels like there's like a pretty substantial chance that I'm going to want to meet up with them again. Um, I have met a few people IRL. We're just (laughs) throwing that around like a millennial. Uh, Which have actually sort of opened me up, I think, more um, in terms of the mental checklist of what you're looking for. I was talking to some friends of mine about this the other day because one of them has a very clear, uh, well-defined, some might say extensive list of things she is looking for. And I feel like I have had that in the past. And then having met some people recently, IRL, um, who I really liked and really attracted to, who never would have checked all of the many, many boxes that I used to have on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, that experience has made me sort of more open to, and it's some of it's just superficial things that it's like, wh- why was that even on my list? Yeah. You know, what's an like, example yeah. of something that was on your list that no longer seems um, tattoos. Really? Yeah. Like I don't have any, and it wasn't like, I absolutely will not date anyone with a tattoo. It wasn't that, but it was just a almost like a subconscious. Like if some, if I saw a guy's picture and he had all these tattoos, I mean, I still don't want to. That can't be the focal point of your profile. Okay, that's just curation. We can talk about that <laughs> later. But, um, yeah, that's the thing that I'm like. That's silly, and people should do what they want. And it's, you know, it's not my jam, but. Um, so you know how. You like in your mind, you're like, all right, I'm doing okay with working out. Like I've been working out. No, I've been, I don't do that. I've been I'm, eating. I've heard well, this rumor. Yes. Pretty, de- you know, I've been <laughs> yeah, eating yeah. well no, okay. pretty often. I've been doing okay at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where does your romantic life fall into that purview of like internal checklist for you? Oh. Like, what's your relationship to that? That presumes like? like a much more organized life than I have. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to look within myself and assess something? <laughs> um... Well, I think because I've sort of gotten away from the I'm going to get married and have three kids in my 30s thing. Um, kids are expensive. <laughs> Other footnote, you can do a whole show on that. Um, since I've sort of said, okay, that that isn't what it's going to be. Dating doesn't feel as goal-oriented. Hmm. And it doesn't feel as, like, it's just, it's just another element and in some ways, though, it's almost like raise the stakes because, you know, as I get older and my like, career is more demanding or other relationships are more demanding, dating is vying for time that I now consider more precious. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it can kind of cut both ways. And it just took me a long time to realize, like, it can just be fun. I was talking to somebody today about there's a mythology that we have, like, this fight or flight when something goes awry. And actually, it's we first seek connection. Hmm. So we first look around and go, is there somebody who can help me before we go into fight or flight or freeze? And that really resonated with me because I just see that, especially with people who are kind of more at the life stage that I am of, okay, I'm not going to get married at 25 and have three kids. Well, then what does my relationship to dating look like 
And it doesn't mean that you don't still have this longing for connection that I think every human being has. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you kind of balance this? Oh, I just want it to be fun. But like you also in some ways maybe want it to be meaningful and want it to have some connection element. And then that's the question of like, can that be sort of temporary? Does that connection require permanence? Because I think in our culture, that's sort of the ideal, right? That you find this person that you're super connected with, you know, it has this element of permanence. It's like aspiration towards permanence. So when you don't have that or that's not your like first and foremost goal, well, then what does it look like? Well, so in my experience, a lot of times when you're connecting with people generally and then specifically in that romantic way, you often learn new things about yourself. Mm, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you've had any experiences mm. recently where you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, not to refer back to this, but I, so I was listening to this podcast with Nicole Byer. Um, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Allison, Allison, She was talking to uh, Tess Holiday. Am I getting that yes, right? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Body yeah, positivity yeah. Uh, model. And they were talking about all the things that they used to do because of their like bad body images, all the things they used to do around men. So like they would never um, like have the lights on when they had sex or they would never let a man, you know, touch their stomach or they would never, they would wear like, I mean, not all of it was sexual. Like some of it was, you know, they would always, I think Nicole Byers said she would always cover her arms. She's like, like I was fooling anybody. Like there's a fat arm under there, you know, like you put a blousy top on it. Like, Men aren't like, oh, my God, I thought that was going to be a skinny arm when I took this off. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, so I was listening to that and I was like, oh, that's so sad for them. I feel so bad for them that they <laughs> have these body images. Oh, my God. Like, I do that. I do those things. I mean, not those exact things, but like I do variations on that thing that I've just so internalized. Um, so I've really tried to be conscious of that and like proactive about not being that way. Um, in dating now. Um, and what does that look like? Is that like an internal narrative thing? Is that an active choice to... Yeah, it's an internal narrative, but I think it's an internal narrative of like 20 plus years that you're trying to sort of unlearn. Some of it is just like, oh, I have this default to always, oh, I can never wear a miniskirt. I can never, you know, you set up these like weird rules for yourself and you're like, that's not actually a rule. Like I can totally break that. I, I felt that way about pattern mix, mixing. Ah. Yeah, I'm real wild over here. I was like, let me put some stripes with some plaid. Watch out. Um, just little things like that that you think you just have to take a, a hot second to sort of check the programming. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think online dating or dating generally has been positive for your self-concept and body image? I'm going to go with no on that one Uh, because it's inherently kind of a superficial thing. Uh Right. And so and some guy might swipe left on you, reject you for something that you don't even, you know, oh, my gosh, for a while. So I had my friend look at my profile. I can't believe I haven't already said this. My friend lives abroad. He's awesome. And I was like, hey, can you um, will you just give me because he's really honest. Like, will you just give me. Like your rundown on what you think I got going here and what I could fix and change and whatever. And he says, are you smoking these days? <laughs> and I was like, no. What are you talking about? He's like, because you said you're a smoker. And I was like, what? 
And there's like little check boxes, and oh I guess gosh. I had accidentally like fat fingered like checkbox the smoking. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, which has been like a very convenient excuse because I'm like, oh, all those guys that sleep left, they thought I was a smoker. <laughs> I say a lot to say, like, you know, you can take it really personally, right? Mm-hmm. Like some guy doesn't match with you or he doesn't respond to you or whatever, and you're you're thinking, oh, I'm too, I'm too tall, I'm too fat, I'm too loud I'm too whatever um and in fact it's like he got the flu and hasn't logged on or mm-hmm. he didn't like that you enjoy hiking I don't by the way I don't <laughs> like the outdoors um although my profile might say something different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sporty um yeah so I don't think it's a confidence building exercise because if you have any self-doubt which we all do as human beings you're gonna sort of um, You're going to use it to reinforce that. your yeah. hypothesis yeah, you about your you insecurities. Can. You can. I mean, you have to try hard not to. So we have time for like one more question. Okay. We are on the eve of Valentine's Day, and I wonder what the online dating universe is like around said oh. significant day and maybe what your if that day means anything to you in terms of your story no, about but yourself. I have, and... This is going to be my new opening line. So what are you doing for Valentine's Day? <laughs> it's just like my Thanksgiving question. Well, apparently, so I was doing... Loaded. I hate it, personally. Research <laughs> for this episode, if it can be considered research. And it, apparently, that like Valentine's Day online dating scams are such a big thing that like governors are holding like press conferences and sending out press releases. like Because, I mean, it kind of seems <laughs> like their advice was like, if you match with someone online dating and they ask you to send thousands of dollars to them, think twice. I'm like, okay, we've all like been contacted by a Nigerian prince. And no, I was talking to somebody about this the other day who knows some people that are scammers. And I was like, I can't believe people are still falling for this. I know. I'm going to tell you what. I know somebody who who got engaged to one. Did they meet (laughs) the person? Yes, they did. IRL. How many times can I use it? It's going to count drinking. They yeah. met up with the person and then they made Oh, no, no, no. They, they did dated not. the person and then realized it was a scam. <gasps> okay. Well, because, I guess somebody can scam you. Because somebody's family member hired a private investigator. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, that's it. a whole other episode right there. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day, rapid fire. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day, made up holiday, good for Hallmark, good for the floral industry. Does Hallmark still exists. Not my jam. But I'm hoping to get really good dinner reservations the following weekend because I'm hoping people will go out and spend all their money on on Valentine's Day. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank y'all for listening. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.